Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 8 of Savvy Talk, a weekly podcast about communication strategies with your host, Maha Abulanin. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about a slightly controversial subject. So today we're talking about influencers, and I know sometimes that word is polarizing and makes people cringe. But actually, influencers can play a big part in your communication strategy and can really help your business. Yeah, as a concept, influencers make a lot of sense. I think it's just gotten really tossed around really badly, and then we've obviously had some bad examples along the way. So I think the first thing is think about what what defines an influencer. There's like several different types of categories of influencers. So one is a traditional celebrity. So like Beyonce, J-Lo, those are are major, major, major influencers, and they have instant name recognition, and that makes them inherently an influencer. The second type of influencer could be like a digital celebrity, somebody who's really, really active in the digital space. They've reached critical mass and can speak to audiences on a different range of topics. Gary Vaynerchuk is the first one that comes to mind. The third one is a rising influencer, somebody who is probably in a very specific niche. So like if you're into like cooking or photography or yoga. God, there are some really big yoga influencers out there, and I try not to watch them because then I feel inadequate. (laughs) But um, they have a smaller group of followers, but they're really big in their area and their category. And then there's the micro-influencer. The micro-influencer is someone who me and my friends and family think is important to us. So it's not necessarily like they have a huge following. It could be less than a couple thousand followers. They have something that's meaningful to you, and you don't care about their following. You care about their message and their content. So there's different types of influencers that are out there, and they're playing a significant role because one of the key components of communications and PR is influence. So the next question actually for the practitioners are, how do you go about leveraging influencers for your brand? Working with an influencer can have a lot of benefits. The first thing is it can help you reach an audience you don't normally talk to. Secondly, is if you believe that an influencer um, has an impact and can actually help your brand positioning, work with them to make sure that they're creating content that's on your brand. Is this someone you would like to be representing your brand? And if so, through thick and thin, would you want to work with them? The third thing is make sure that the influencer you select really knows about your business and your product and your brand and actually likes and uses the product. So a lot of time, influencers will just want a contract and money to do something, but they don't actually know how the brand works and they don't actually believe in the brand. It's not about just sending a bunch of products to different influencers and hoping one of them does something with it, but you actually want to work more closely with them to help them understand your story and why this brand, I mean, why your product, why your service matters. Yeah, so a lot of people work with influencers to develop what they call branded content. So like coming up with content that does with deals with your brand. So is it trying a makeup? Is it trying a piece of athletic equipment? Is it, you know, going on an experience, going to a hotel, taking a trip? You want to make sure that it's authentic as possible. And it's allowing them to tell the story through their eyes, not what you as a company told them to say or you as a company asked them to do. Because people will see right through that. If you're trying something because you like it and you recommend it to me, that's more valuable to me than having you stand there and read copy from an ad and kind of make me force me to listen to what you're trying to say. And I think that's one of the big mistakes that uh, you know PR people still make even today. And I hear this a lot from other influencers as well, where you get something and you're told, go say this. 
And a lot of times you see this sort of constant pushback happening between influencers and, and PR where it's like, no, I know how, how to engage with my followers. Let me play with your partner. I feel strongly about it. I'll do it. And those are the kind of influencers you want. I think one of the reasons why influencers get such a bad rap is that some of them represent too many brands and it's about the money. And it isn't about the brand or the experience. And it's not an authentic experience for your content or your brand or your voice. So if I was a brand and I was looking at selecting an influencer, I would avoid them because I know that I was just one of many brands, the flavor of the week for them. And sadly, and unfortunately, sometimes an influencer will take money, do a contract, do a post, and then delete it after the thing has passed so that they can take the competing brand so that they can make more money. And I think that's what's hijacked the industry in a way that's made people turn off from influencers. But I would tell people, please don't let a few bad apples ruin the experience because they have audiences, they've created content, they've worked hard to get those audiences and they're very valuable. It's just a matter of finding the right influencer and the audience that you should connect with. So I think it's important there as well for everybody to like actually research the influencers and don't go off of a list. Our favorite Egyptian footballer, Liverpool player, Mo Salah, who just did a really incredible campaign for DHL. And it wasn't just him talking about packages and boxes and shipping things, because that wouldn't have been very authentic. He told a really cool story on behalf of his fans, people that wanted to connect with him to create things for him. And they did a whole story behind it. And it was actually quite moving. And the the theme of the, the campaign was time to get in touch for real. And what he did was he deleted all of his social media accounts and, you know, because that's how he gets in touch with people. And he's like, I want to have more human experiences. And he used his social media platform to tell that story by turning them off. And it was a campaign for DHL. And they really worked with him to ship really cool, nostalgic things that his fans created for him. And the story behind it was really moving. So now that we've figured out, like, why they might be important, like, how do you go about working with them? Follow them first for a while. So make sure that you follow their content, see what kind of things they're posting about on their stories, on their feed, on their Facebook. Look at all of their platforms, not just Instagram. Look at Facebook. See what they're doing on Twitter. You know, see what they're doing on YouTube. Really make sure that you follow this influencer for a while and you can consistently see that what they post and what they share is consistent with your brand. Secondly is get in touch with them through DMs. So you can ask them if you can contact them because you're thinking about a collaboration. Often influencers will have in their bio their email or who to contact so you can send them an email directly. Um, not too many people have agencies or are represented by management companies, but some of them are. But the pitch to them directly is send them an email, introduce yourself, tell them, hi, I'm so-and-so, I work for this company and or brand, I'm a new business, I'm a startup, I would love to do a collaboration with you, can we get together to talk about it, um, or share any information you have in that email so they know you're not a stalker, that you really actually want to do business with them. The third thing is setting the parameters for how you're going to work. So it's really important to have a contract. So how often are you going to post? What are you going to post about? What is sort of off limits that you don't want them to do? Articulate your needs very carefully as if it's a contract with any other uh, 
person you do business with. Treat it as such. Make sure there's deliverables. Make sure if there's money obviously involved or product or whatever that's articulated. It needs to be win-win for both sides for it to work. And then probably have in the contract something to measure how successful it was or wasn't so that you can also grow and learn from that experience and get data and information from them as well. Make sure you embed that, that you're going to get information and data from their platforms to make sure you get that feedback uh, turned around to management and to you to help you understand if the campaign worked or not. Let's talk about what happens when this can go really wrong. Can this go really wrong? Gosh, of course it can go wrong. I mean, influencers can backfire and create a lot of problems. That's why you see a lot of companies drop celebrities when they get into hot water because they were representing their company or their brand. They were one of their notable influencers. And when they get into hot water for bad things, they're the first to drop them and to distance themselves from these influencers. So, yeah, it could go wrong on many fronts. And so businesses really need to understand, A, the exit clause in the influencer contract, and B, what is the fallout of having an influencer who is attached so closely to your brand do something that doesn't represent who you are? Fire fast, I think is the word. Right. And so this this is the case where I mean, obviously, you know, you have some kind of contractual agreement with the influencer. And so you have ways or exits out of that. In the age of social media, we do see sometimes, right, that you have influencers who are talking about you, sometimes negatively, without any contractual obligation. Um, is there other things you can do in, in those situations? For someone who's ripping your brand to shreds, try to win them over, but be really authentic about it. Because know that they will record or share your conversation with them. And if they don't like your brand or business, they might not ever turn around and be a you know supporter of your business. But it's worth trying to try to win over that customer because imagine if you do, what a great win that would be for you. Ask for feedback, like what can we do to be better? We care about all of our customers, including the ones that don't like us. So ask for feedback and try to see if you can turn that into a win. Yeah, and focus, I think, I guess so the point is to focus on addressing the issue, right? So if they're if they're unhappy because, as you said, if it's a product that they didn't like, or it could be sometimes, a lot of times it's about service. The second thing we talked about is if you have someone who's talking about your brand and business, but they're not one of your influencers or supporters, and you feel that they're authentically talking about your brand in a way that's like, that's pretty cool that you have someone who really cares about your business or brand or product, and they're passionate about it and they're talking about it, I would try to go for a win and send them some product or something that they can share, like, thank you for your support and send them a signed book or a box of your product, whatever it is, just to show them that you appreciate what they're doing. And if you have budget or time for a campaign in the future and they have an audience that matters to you, that would be a no-brainer to get them engaged, pull them into your army, and have them be one of your influencers. Hey, before we go, I'd just like to thank Shudi for his review, and he asked us a question about influencers, so hopefully we took care of your question, Shudi. And if you have a question or topic you'd like us to cover on Savvy Talk, please drop us a note or leave a comment on Instagram or email us at im at digitalandsavvy.com. And Sharif, if we didn't answer your question, then you can also reach out to us on email or Instagram and tell us what we didn't answer, and we'll answer it in a future episode.